Hey there, welcome to episode 14 of the Boob Report podcast, powered by Helix Interactive. Today, I'm hanging out with Gina Simpson, the owner of the Colorado School of Healing Arts here in Lakewood, Colorado. We're gonna get very hands-on today. Let's get started. All right, we are super excited today because we are gonna be talking to Gina about all things lymphatic. And um, for those of you who have not been through the breast cancer journey, this will be informational for you as well at how important your lymphatic drainage system is for you. So welcome Gina, thanks for being here. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I'm really pleased to be a part of your program. I feel like the information we're going to cover today is going to help your listeners to be proactive in any way that they can before a diagnosis and during and after those kinds of situations where there might be surgical uh, implications. Right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, why don't we start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into uh, massage therapy and just the wonderful things that you do. Sure. Thank you. Um, my name is Gina Simpson, and I'm the owner of the Colorado School of Healing Arts in Lakewood, Colorado. Um, we've been around for 35 years. We are passionate in the work that we do, very student-centered uh, institution, learning uh, the skills of massage therapy, but we really train you to be a client-centered therapist if this is a call that you have to a new career for yourself. One of the uh, many electives that we offer is a 100 110 hour certificate in lymphatic drainage massage and it's for the current and or soon to be licensed massage therapist to add to their repertoire and it's a very powerful piece of um, work with the lighter side of the body you know if you don't know much about the lymph system itself it's just under the surface of the skin and it doesn't require a lot of pressure to get it to respond it's more of just a sitting on the top of the skin asking the lymph if you, if you will to even come up into that place and they're like little grapes and we're just moving them so that they milk so that they become more open and they start to let go of that lymph fluid. Mm -hmm. Lymphatics are the gateway to the immune system. It's the first line of defense that our body has when we start to think about our health and what the lymphatics do to hold that space for us. I know that sometimes when someone's been not doing that kind of work and they get introduced to this, we have to be careful not to overwhelm the system because I've, I've seen where a client might have what we call a healing crisis. They get ill because all that sludge that's been backed up, we let go all at once and it didn't really serve their body. So when you work with a therapist who has this training, just be mindful if you know you've got a slow running lymph system to begin with, that you don't want to overwhelm it by trying to do the entire body. Um, and so that's another conversation that I think is really important for your therapist. I, I, yeah. I totally agree with you. I, uh, you and I spoke about this before we actually, you know, started scheduling the, the recording that um, my surgeon before I had my bilateral mastectomy had me go see a physical therapy uh, that she specialized in oncology therapy. So working on the lymphatic system around where the cancer was, where they removed lymph nodes and things like that. And I am 
absolutely shocked. I, I tell this story over and over again, how many women, their doctors either don't understand that and don't offer that to them, or it's something that we need to work into the conversation and make women more aware of. Because me personally, going and seeing her after my bilateral mastectomy, it absolutely helped with the pain and the swelling that was there, you know, after having lymph nodes removed after the bilateral mastectomy. Yeah. And the other thing that lymphatic drainage does for post-surgical situations is it accelerates the healing. So one of the, one of the other benefits is that, you know, if you can find a therapist in your area and I, I wish it weren't such a needle in a haystack search place for people who aren't in can, you know, concentrated areas where we have a lot of people being trained in this work is that you just may not be able to find someone near you to facilitate this. But as you just said, Michelle, maybe someone who does physical therapy, who specializes in oncology patients has some of that additional training. So we don't want to look just for those in the field of massage therapy or being that lane only. I think you just opened up another potential that they might have done more training uh, independently that's going to help them to serve those patients specifically um, around their recovery. And you know, the thing that we know mostly when there's surgery involved and mastectomies or even lumpectomies, they always take lymph nodes when they have any any diagnosis of breast cancer mm -hmm. in the report, and they take what they call the sentry node. And the sentry node is like the primary gatekeeper. Well, what that does is it just creates a little bit of an, a gap in that, in that area. And typically they always find them, they, they pull the sentry nodes from the armpit, the yeah. axillary nodes. And, uh, and that's the other piece to remember. It's not that you can't, you can't tell your doctor not to take the sentry node, but <laughs> because they do, there becomes a little bit of a, a chink in the armor mm -hmm. of your lymph system. Now, Everything else can certainly be strengthened and fortified through regular lymph therapy, lymphatic drainage massage. And that's the key to their health coming and going, you know, but even for those who might have um, dense breast tissue where they have anxiety about touching that tissue on with any level of confidence and wondering what's this bump, what's that lump, what is all this going on in there? If you have a therapist that you can work with that can actually go in and drain the breast tissue, it can change the tissue's relationship to your own body significantly that right. you're going to think, wait, what did you do with my breast? Because this isn't the same tissue that I just had prior to that session. It's that quick of a response in the body. And when you can get in front of it and start to really gain control of, you know, regular um, even if it's quarterly, getting a lymphatic drainage massage and and focusing on the dense tissue. Like I used to have fibrocystic breast tissue and I went for my uh, mammogram last week and she said, your tissue is still dense, mm -hmm. but I don't see any of the buildup that we used to see when we would take pictures of your breast. And right. so, you know, even though it's dense, we can't change that relationship. We can change some of the proponents of, uh, or the potential for, you know, the fibrocystic tissue to look like uh, a tumor. Right. Right. Yes, that's, that's the, that's the scary thing is mm -hmm. you, you get freaked out when you start to do your, you know, self exams. You're like, 
now what am I looking at? Now what have I got going on? And that's not the point. And that's why if you have a therapist you can work with, it creates a little breath. I, I I really believe that. And I love that you touched on the point that, um, and this all circles back to communication and uh, something that's my goal is to, you know, provide more communication for women is there are, you know, therapists out there, some that come through your school, obviously, that can be certified in lymphatic drainage massage. And so asking that question when you're reaching out to someone, you know, maybe if you're out a little further in Southern Colorado and not a big, you know, Denver metro area or something like that, just asking them if they're certified or if they know someone who is. That's the important thing is to find out because there could be someone there that did it. I, I, I'm I hoping there's more people that are getting into that. I know my massage therapist that I go to now, she actually took the time to get certified in lymphatic drainage massage because she saw a need for it. It's a huge demand. I would say if, if anyone... I, that as part of your audience is a licensed massage therapist, it would serve your practice hugely. I don't know that I use that word very much um, to, to add this modality to your menu of services, because I know it's not just about the breast health. It's about the whole body. I, I will, I will speak from a place when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, I was in the midst of this class. And what was interesting was I started doing lymph drainage on my face immediately. I never got the swelling. I never got the chipmunk cheeks. Mm -hmm. And someone didn't believe that I actually had it done two days before because my face was normal. I kept the swelling at bay. I was able to move and and accelerate that healing so much that even my doctor said, I'm sorry, when did we do this? Because... (laughs) He was, of, he was certain that I'd been longer since I'd had surgery. And I said, no, it was just two weeks ago. He says, you look like you're four weeks out from surgery mm. just from what you did. So what we know is think about it from the place of pretreatment or, or breast health in general. I think that's the way we want to approach our body anyway, is right. I want to have really healthy breast tissue. And in order for that to happen, I'm going to add some additional services to my self-care protocol. Mm-hmm. And with that, that's going to help you to really be in front of it. That if something came up, your therapist would be able to touch it and say, hmm, this feels something, this doesn't feel the same. Um, we know that when uh, a, an area is tender, that's a good sign. That's that says it's probably just a lymph node that's been backed up. It's got it's blocked. It needs to be cleared. Anytime there's pain, I think that's a sign that it's it's just a moment. It's not uh, the kiss of cancer. You know, when it's when it doesn't hurt, when you don't feel it and you don't see it, that's when we know that that's that quiet place that comes in and we don't catch it early. Mm -hmm. But this is another way for you to be fully informed, knowing how to do a search or reach out to, for example, our my school, the Colorado School of Healing Arts, and see if there are lymphatic drainage therapists in your area. That might be a, a resource that we could pull from. We, we do keep all the statistics and the data for our graduates that have completed these additional trainings. Mm-hmm. And some of them come from out of state. So, but I would say to your, your therapist, 
go get trained. And if you have to go to the Colorado School of Healing Arts, you can do that too. We don't mind at all. Right, right. Well, I just think, I think it's so beneficial. And, you know, with all the promotion of self-care and, and you know, the time that we took off, um, we're recording this in 2021 now, but with COVID and, you know, everything that people went through, I think it sort of was a shift in the self-care attitude that people have. And I think more people are starting to do that and realizing how important that is in regards to sometimes preventative, you know, catching things early or being able to just readjust your body so that you're not susceptible to things. Right. And because we do know that stress is an exacerbator, if the cancer cell is swimming around loose and ready to land somewhere, we don't know how that relationship works in any of our bodies, but to keep your stress levels down, eat right, get rest, do the the maintenance programs as you start to see their value of them, including this particular modality. I think you you have so much more on your side that if if anything, it is an early detection, it could be a stage zero, stage one kind of moment, and then you're not devastated. Right. You know, you you, you mm-hmm. and I don't mean to say that you're not devastated anyway with that diagnosis, but it's much more uh proactive in that situation. And feeling like, oh, we got it early. Okay, we're going to take care. Now I know what I need to do. And I'm going to be a little bit more conscious in my pursuits and finding the finding my healthcare team. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, uh, to touch on this as well, um, losing that particular lymph node, you know, the gatekeeper, I love that, that you called it that. Um, this is something that I am going to deal with for the rest of my life. You know, it's not something that's just going to go away just because I'm cancer free. I don't have that gatekeeper anymore. So interestingly enough, I went to Hawaii with uh, uh, my best friend to celebrate her birthday. And everyone knows, you know, depending on where you are in the country, flying to Hawaii is it's not a short flight. (laughs) And then you turn around and come back. And I, I mean, I was home less than 12 hours and my husband's like, you are so puffy over here on this side. So I immediately got in with my, you know, therapist, massage therapist and was like, "Uh Oh, I think, I think we got a little backup situation going on here. Yes. And there's another piece to this as well, that some bodies we, we can't anticipate, we don't know, but if they take a lot of uh, lymph nodes out of your armpit Mm -hmm. and you might be a little bit more advanced in that situation, they, there is also another potential that is called lymphedema mm-hmm. and lymphedema is similar. They call it elephantiasis where the arm swells beyond a normal proportion. It could be out to here. Right. And that's not something that a normal lymphatic therapist would be able to respond to or be as effective in. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to actually work with a lymphedema specialist right. because they're going to be working with compression uh, garments. They're going to be working with a little bit more of the subtleties of trying to get you comfortable. Not necessarily are they going to be able to fix or resolve it. It's not going to be a, a, a fixable situation. We've seen it in the lower sections of the body too with, with legs, but with women, from breast cancer, particularly lymphedema is not what we want to see, but it does happen. And I don't know what the percentages of those patients in outpatient care that would have that happen, but 
One of the specialists in our oncology program, we also offer an oncology massage program at the school, but one of the teachers said, if a therapist went into the armpit and prompted some response in a potential for lymphedema, she said they would have to be digging so deep into the arm that first the patient wouldn't be tolerable to that. And the second piece would be counterintuitive. It wouldn't serve that patient to be, or that client for the therapist to be at all um, receiving that kind of intense digging and going deep because Mm -hmm. what happens is it's just a whole different cascade of um, all bad, the things that don't work right, right, you know, and I don't want to call them bad. I don't want to put people's, minds in a fearful place all i want to do is at least address lymphedema is another area of conversation that you just want to be aware of oh yeah i no i absolutely agree i i and i i when i share this information i i know that some women will be like oh my god you know they'll get frightened but i think it's important to get that out there i think communication is key because women need to understand you know these these are the possible things that can happen once you have lymph nodes removed you know and you need to be aware of this so that you can do the preventative care and and you know go that route i did have a question do you guys ever uh, see anybody i went through cording with my lymph nodes do you guys ever see anyone that's been through that I personally have not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing this work for 10 years and maybe I saw it, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's an interesting com- question because I don't recall even in my training that this was a focus we had because remember, we're just doing the training for right. the whole body. We're not focusing on the specifics of an oncology patient. Right. Tell me what your experience with courting is. You know, it was actually an interesting experience because my, uh, the oncology therapist that I was seeing, I didn't get it. I had, you know, I had my bilateral mastectomy in November. Then I had my replacement surgery with the implants in February. And then um, that summer, it was like June, July, we're going to see colleges with my daughter and I can't lift my left arm up. And I mean, there's just pain there and swelling. And I'm like, what is happening? And so I called my surgeon and she said, I'm going to get you scheduled for more physical therapy when you get back, because I think what it is, is your cording. And it's the, I guess there's something in there that it gets so thin and so fine. It's almost like a a violin string or something is the way my therapist described it. So everything just gets tight and it feels swollen in there. Right, because when we look at yeah. the when we look at the lymph, the chain of lymph nodes, that's mm-hmm. what I'm sensing is it's the chain that uh-huh. got thinned, particularly if they took nodes off of that chain. Right. That might be what, what it was that the that they compromised the chain on that one uh area of the lymph nodes in there. I mean, there's just hundreds of thousands of lymph nodes, there's over 200 just in the neck alone. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you think about the whole system through the body, and then it's attached to all the organs, because even in the training I did, we've learned how to drain organs. Now, this is an interesting piece because like, for example, draining the lungs after surgery helps to remove the anesthesia because we know that it sits in that tissue for a long time. And and we've had comments made by the clients going, 
whoa, that almost made me dizzy. Like I was under again, Mm -hmm. like we're releasing it back through the system, but we're releasing it in the most positive way back into the bloodstream. Right. So the only muscle we don't drain, the only area of that body we don't drain is the heart. Okay. (laughs) So we never do that. But if, if again, it's an advanced level of the training, Uh it's a powerful piece. It's not just about the lymphatic system as a whole. We can go to the deeper places, to the really, um, the deeper parts of the body that are um, the primaries, you know, that, 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 that hold all that energy Mm -hmm. and it's powerful, but Drinking a lot of water after a treatment, uh, it coming into it, you know, having been hydrated mm-hmm. and and then recognizing your physical health is indicated by the health of your lymphatics. Right. And, you know, and that just circles back around to knowing your body, knowing, you know, uh, that when you're feeling a little off, actually paying attention to that. So that was the problem for me when I experienced the courting is that I just never really accepted the fact that I had had breast cancer. I just, I had everything done, got it finished, didn't have to do chemo or radiation. I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't have to deal with anything else. I'm fine. And I personally, totally on me, cut back on my physical therapy after that, because I was like, I shouldn't be such a baby. I'm fine. I didn't have to do chemo or radiation, you know, and it came back and bit me in the backside and ended up um, spurring me into going into um Uh, to see a therapist, a counselor, because I realized I was suffering from depression as well, which I'm totally open about uh, also. And that, you know, mind body experience, it just all starts tying in together. And Michelle, you bring up a really good point about women in general, you know, not to be so specific, but we tend to do this. I got it. I don't need any help. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, if I ask for help, then I'm I'm not the strong woman I I project myself to be or or that I want to be. It's like that that noisemaker has just no time in our lives today. Mm-hmm. And whether it's reaching out to a community of other women like yourself, where you have connections that can be made, you're not walking that path by yourself. It's priceless to just let go of the ego, to let go of this mind thing that says I'm good like and you and you just nailed it when you mm-hmm. talked about your own experience I didn't have it I got it caught early I picked up my life I, I replaced my breast I I just picked my life back up and I started going down the road again but you didn't feel all those places that were showing up when they showed up right and then you had to go back and touch them again mm-hmm. from a different place but obviously you got the memo. Yes, I did. It was it was a painful little reminder that no, no, you <laughs> you need to continue to take care of yourself. But uh, yeah, and that's again whole reason for the boob report is I want women to understand that. I want women to my my whole motto is if I could just help one woman, you know, get through this with as much grace and ease as possible, I've achieved my goal. And you use the words I use all the time: mm-hmm. grace and ease. You know that is an everyday place of choice. Mm -hmm. If we, if we think of life as hard, it's going to give us all of that and more. But if we ask for the grace and ease through the divine connections and reaching beyond ourselves for more of that sense of 
man, I'm, I'm helped. I'm being held in a whole different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a my my family history. My mother died of breast cancer. My sister died of breast cancer. I uh, it's not something that hasn't touched me. And I know for most of us, as you know too, everyone knows someone who's had mm-hmm. breast cancer. And even men, we can't we can't forget the men. Oh no, they they are as well um, in the reports that we know of um, that their tissue has the same potential for going bad um, and, and having cancer cells grow. Right. Well, we have touched on a lot of stuff. And uh, as we discussed before we came on board, you will be a recurring guest because there is just a ton of stuff that we can cover topics that I think are so helpful for women and men. And, you know, just to really make sure that you're taking care of yourself, doing preventative things, doing things while you're going through treatment, and then from survivorship on, you know, how important it is to really maintain that um, level of self-care. Yes, absolutely. So we are going to wrap this up today, but we will have you back on Gina because I, you and I, we've, we've created an awesome relationship and I'm super excited about this. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and whatever information I need to do my research on before I come back, please, you know, we'll, we'll have a chance to make sure I come in fully prepared for the next topic of conversation. And thank you for having me. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. You have a great rest of the day and thank you guys for joining us. Oh man, Gina is such a rock star and I am so ready for a massage after this. We have links and information where you can learn more about Gina and the Colorado School of Healing Arts on our website at www.theboobreport.com slash podcast episode 14. You'll find everything you need right there in the show notes. And a very big thank you to all of you for spending time with us today. Be sure to like and follow us and definitely share the podcast with your friends. You can become an active listener and support this podcast by clicking on the podcast link on our website at theboobreport.com. Take care.